is the story of a what it out podcast that will put a famous family with a pet. Maybe sometimes the pet be alive or not. We'll never know. Let me out. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to A Tad Too Far, where we take a couple of ideas. We take some other ideas, we smash them together and go a little bit over the edge, but just <laughs> enough that we can pull ourselves back up. Uh, my name is Dietrich. I'm here with Taj and Athena. Hello. And today's topic is famous families with even more famous pets. And so what would happen if you took a famous family that for one reason or another, we decided to place a, a pet with them that everybody else knew as well, but wouldn't quite fit that genre of what the family was expecting. In this situation, we're going to start off with the Brady Bunch, everybody's or America's favorite family. Here you have a father of three boys, a mother with three girls. They wind up marrying each other and it became a great big happy family with the whole um what do you call it maid and, and everybody else involved but i just wanted to put a little bit of a touch on it and so i decided to add in brian the dog from family guy <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know wow yeah <laughs> the Brady Bunch was America's family. Um, uh, you had the father who was Mike Brady. Um, he had three boys, uh, Peter, Bobby, and Greg. You had the mother who was Carol Brady. Um, she had three girls uh, by Jan, Cindy, and, and Marsha. Uh, Marsha was the pretty one that everybody loved. Um, Cindy was the baby girl that you know couldn't do no wrong with the pigtails. And Jan just hated Marsha for everything she stood for. <laughs> She was the middle child, so of course, every time something would happen, she'd say, Marsha, 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 and, and that's pretty much how it went. Um, Greg was the oldest of the boys who, who pretty much thought he was a heartthrob. Um, Peter uh, was pretty much the in-between who, whose voice would change a little bit every once in a while, and, and Bobby just went through puberty at the worst time available, um, and it was happened to be on live TV. Well, not live, but it was on TV. And everybody saw the whole family grow up and, and they've made movies and spinoffs and everything. But what would happen if they had an animated dog on their set? And that dog would be not just any dog. It would be a dog named Brian from Family Guy. Who Brian is a uh, anthro... I can't say that word. Anthropomorphic dog. Basically a talking dog. Um, everybody can hear him. He can, he can stand on two legs. On his hind two legs. He walks around. Pretty much acts like a human. He's an atheist. He's a writer. Um, he is a a a a player. Um, he says whatever comes to his mind, and he does not hold any quirks about that whatsoever. So here you have American Family. Everybody's nice. Everybody's cordial. Everybody's 
trying to settle things in 30 minutes or less. And here you have Brian coming in and basically messing up their whole thought process on how the world actually works. Um, <laughs> Man. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, kind of see how the kids would be like messed up from that type of situation if they're going around saying golly and he's like there's no god don't worry about that don't don't sit don't say that in my presence it's like whoa what do y'all think about that well brian also dates right yes brian is a dater he dates (laughs) women i don't think he he would last very long in that family he does dates everything yeah Uh I think Mike Riggity would kick him out quickly because <laughs> he would destroy the family. But all he has to do is give you those sad little puppy dog eyes and bring him back in. Right. True. And then he'd get kicked out again. And every time he did something, he'd be living permanently in that doghouse. Right. I think right. him and the maid would probably be having some kind of like sexual thing going on. Ew. <laughs> Alice? Yes, Alice would be getting oh, it in. Oh, she's got Sam the Butcher. <laughs> yeah, well, Sam ain't bringing the right meat to the pack. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, with, so the other thing I was thinking of. So, um, I had read some stuff on the Brave Bunch, and um, so he, the father specifically, is a widow. But her, I he originally wanted to write her as a divorcee, but. They never specifically said whether she divorced or was a widow of her former husband. So what if you have it that Brian was actually cursed, <laughs> turned into a dog, and that's her ex-husband? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's even more. That's crazy. God, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> because on the show, Brian has always been attracted to Peter's wife. So I can see how he would be attracted to, to Miss Brady. And Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's, that's a big a, spin on it. <laughs> and that's why she doesn't say whether she's a divorced or widowed because, like, there is no contingency for your husband turned into a dog, you know? That's kind of like some messed up child play stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Isn't that kind of what happened in one of the movies that they made where he, like, came back? Somebody, her husband and his friend went off exploring and they sent a something worth a lot of money, like a vase or something back right. or a statue. Yeah, and they came back and he posed as like a friend or a neighbor or something and then they found out that he wasn't actually uh, their dad or, or he was supposed to be there. I don't know. It was a weird... It was sounds similar, though, to Brian being reincarnated, I guess, as the ex. Yeah, okay. that would be crazy. <laughs> I, th- I guess the girls would like having their dad around, though, if they found out it was him. But that would be kind of weird. You're, you're like getting <laughs> advice from your dad who's a dog. That's a who, dog, yeah. <laughs> who could like possibly piss on your, your carpet in the next few days. Uh, or, or go outside and be chewing on fleas out of his, uh, his coat or something. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Wow. But it'd be interesting for like when they brought, you know, somebody that they were dating over. Like, why does your dog hate me so much? <laughs> Oh yeah, true. Just be spying on his kids. Or if he brings somebody over to dinner, like why are you bringing in another oh, woman? Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. I like it. I like it. it works. That's what's up. So, okay. 
Uh, do you want to go next, Athena, or do you want me? Um, I, I can follow that, I guess. Sure. Follow that. Uh, <laughs> well, I also picked a dog. I picked, picked Wishbone from the PBS show Wishbone, a nice dog who uh, just goes on on adventures with his owners and families, but he also, like the B story is him daydreaming and being in um, the plot of some classic books. And so because the the Brady kids go and do a bunch of different um, kind of adventures, but they also have like real life things happening, like bullying and getting sick and, and uh, like running for class president, I could see Wishbone kind of tagging along with them doing that, but also daydreaming and putting himself in in the bigger role um, alongside with the kids. Okay. Mine's not nearly uh, as involved, I guess, as these, but but I just have it being a, a happy because they had Tiger, who was their actual dog, the boys' dog, when the the two families merged in the pilot, and he right. was he got um, the actual dog got killed by a car early in the first season and they got a duplicate replacement dog who ended up being kind of hard to work with. And so he was only in uh, the first season and then a few episodes in the second season. And then he just vanished without an explanation. Yeah. And, it, and it, I read that the girls had a cat named Blimpy for like the first episode, but then they never mentioned the cat again. Right. Yeah. She caused some trouble at the wedding, but I thought it would just be fun to give him a, a dog again, a good dog. That it's just like, because the Brady Bunch is like overly good. <laughs> exactly. And, That's why they need fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, they need a good companion to keep them good. <laughs> See, when when Marsha got her nose broken, it could have been Brian throwing on the ball. Oh, <laughs> man. That's brutal. <laughs> You're not supposed to be hurt by your pet. <laughs> it happens. Oh. Well, Wishbone, the the way the show works, um, there really is two stories that always tie together with whatever his his main owner boy in the his show is Joe. And Joe, whenever he goes through something, Wishbone kind of compares it to a classic piece of literature, and and then he plays himself as like the hero in that story that follows along. It's a cool little show, and it was it was made to help kids want to read those those classic stories. And it just fit to, I think, to put them with the Bradys, who were doing their own song and dance and all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> what was that? No, I'm, I'm just, it, I thought it fit. I mean, Brian fits too in a mean way, but <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. No, I like it. All right, so for mine. Um, What'd you say, D? I didn't say nothing. We're good. Okay. So for mine, um, I uh, they had a dog, they had a cat. So kind of, I try and go with like, what's the next type of animal? Plus, I, I kind of need to do research on kind of what the character type was. So the, the only thing I can come up with <laughs> that thing is a snowball from Secret Life of Pets. Oh. So, uh, do you know, so Snowball is this bunny that in the first movie, he uh, lives in the sewers uh, with all the, the lost pets. And he, like, is out to attack the humans. 
And then, uh, but later on in the second movie, which I haven't seen, so hopefully I don't spoil anything, so everything's based off of the trailer, um, he gets adopted into a family, and then he has his persona as Captain Snowball, where he's a superhero buddy. Aww. <laughs> so, but I think Snowball would work, because, you know, the girls would like him, you know, as his normal uh, persona as Snowball, and then the boys would be like all Captain Snowball. You know, they beat the wings to him in the costume. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. So, and plus, it, it'd be funny to see him, like, grab the housekeeper by the, the face, be like, give me carrots. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you guys don't like Alice very much. <laughs> well, yeah, but she wouldn't understand him, because then, like, Secret Life Pets, they, it's not like they're really talking. They just see <laughs> that action of him True. jumping. Yeah. But getting grabbed by the face, I think everyone understands. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So. I like that. Yeah. I figure right after a, a cat and a dog, you got to go next is bunny or a bird or fish. You know, it's one yeah. of those three. So. Yeah. And a bunny that the boys like, because I don't know how many boys like bunnies normally. Right. So. That's yeah. cool. But, but they'd like him for his attitude. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Good choice. Uh, good choice. Not mad. Okay. Not mad at all. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, uh, any as mentions that, that you thought about that you didn't go with? Um, I'm going to say I thought about Triumph, the insult comic dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I would have loved you for that. <laughs> Goodness. Just as an honorable mention, that's that's what I thought about coming with. Like, you know, we, yeah, we wanted to hit from like all sides of it. So I was like, yeah, that that would be great. But, <laughs> but I didn't want to, I didn't want to put two puppets on the same situation. So. Gotcha, gotcha. So, okay. At the fringes of perception, beyond the boundaries of your mind, just past the glow of the firelight, out of the corner of your eyes, you will find an edge case. Edgecase Podcast coming September 10th. Learn more at edgecasepod.com. So, uh, any closing thoughts? No. It was fun getting to reacquainted with the Brady Bunch. For sure. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, this has been uh, Tattoo Far, part of the uh, Sioux uh, Empire Podcast Network. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on our website, uh, Tattoo Far. That's T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R.com. Uh, intro and outro music has been done by Fullblown Beats at mail.com. Beats with a Z. Beats with a Z. Okay. I like it. So. Alright, uh, please subscribe and listen to all past episodes. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.
Bamba.